0: I am English, but I have spent most of my adult life abroad. When a publisher asked me if I would like to come back, travel around England for a bit and write a book about it, I said yes. Here in New Zealand, I brought a road map of England and spread it out to plan a route. But there was too much England. Every inch of the map was dotted with place names I knew and should visit. It was impossible to be comprehensive. Any route I took would miss infinitely more than it hit. What I needed was a frame for the journey, a skeleton to which I would add the flesh. I thought of several skeletons, but discarded them because they felt factitious. Then I thought of H. V. Morton. He felt bang right. I read Morton's In Search of England when I was sixteen. It told the story of his travels around England sometime between the wars. I loved it. As I read, I decided that I too would travel around England. Morton drove, but I would walk. I never made the journey, of course, but I did write a synopsis of it, sitting up in bed propped by pillows in my Sussex bedroom. That synopsis filled two sides of foolscap. The pen I used was one of those clear-barrelled big ballpoints with a little plastic bouchon in the end. When writing, I used to prize the bouchon out with my teeth and suck it. Though I can remember the act of writing, only one detail of what I wrote remains in my mind. It was an image of walking through flat fields of potatoes in Lincolnshire. I was steering towards the spire of Lincoln Cathedral that rose alone from the level horizon. I cribbed the image straight out of Morton. Thirty-one years later, in New Zealand, it did not take long to find a second-hand copy of In Search of England. The bookseller had read Morton, so I soon discovered had many people of my age and older. They all spoke well of him. Rereading a book at forty-seven is very different from reading it at sixteen. Morton's prose felt dated now, as it hadn't then, but I still admired his zest and his neat, light touch with the story. More movingly, I could sense what it was that first excited me when I read him. Somewhere down in my guts, the ghost of romantic adventure stirred its limbs and shook off the dust. Morton set out from London in April 1926. He drove west as far as Land's End, stopping more or less at random at villages and market towns and cathedral cities. Then he went north to the Scottish border, across the top of the country, and back down the east coast. His purpose, openly expressed, was to find the real England, the core of Englishness. He duly found it.